And good afternoon to all of you on this beautiful cloudy Sunday afternoon. No, sir. It's not beautiful. It's cloudy. Need a little sun in my life. But anyway, you know how I do when I start this out. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, <clears throat> check it out, gang. There's, like, I don't, I'm still trying to figure out how and why we have this, uh, this, this thing where we feel like we got to be the most negative, underachieving individuals in damn near every aspect of society. You think about this, right? We think that in order to be the absence of color, which is what they've defined us as, black, and to be accepted amongst your people, you've got to be the most ignorant, flagrant, downtrodden, piss poor and uneducated individuals just to be considered to be a person of color. The moment that you exercise your right to articulate, expound on things, flex your brain, flex your intellect and your intelligence, the first thing that you are called is a coon. Or you sound like a white boy, sound like a white girl. But we have this thing that is a destructive pattern of, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a little under the weather. It's a destructive habit, destructive nature of us. And I understand that it's deep-rooted. But as rappers say, when they, all get, when they do a collabo, a collaboration, it's history in the making. So let's make some history and let's make it happen, not tomorrow, not the day after or two weeks from now or 10 months from now. How about we start doing it right now? How about we begin to eliminate a lot of our negative behaviors? Because when you think about this in the long-term sense, right? Um, if we got babies out here who pick up on everything and we watch the videos of them being sassy and, and we say, oh, isn't he cute? Or isn't she something else? Mm-hmm, look at that young queen. Well, I need you to understand that the moment you allow them to be the most ignorant young nigga and bitch at that age... You have already failed them. You gave them, you know, just because you gave them some name, a Treshana, Treshawn, that's no African shit. That's us being creative and trying to be trendy, which I get it. I, I understand. Now, hear me out, though. 
just because they have those names does not mean that you can't instill manners. Stress upon them the, to have the ability as they get older to continue to learn, know how to conduct themselves, and know how to move and operate the crowd. You got to allow them to be carefree, be children. Don't take our young men and our young women and force them into roles of adulthood because you yourself was never ready to be an adult. Fellas, because I'm going to jump on you. I'm going to jump on the fellas first. I know the pussy be feeling good. The shit is wet. Especially when they know how to fuck your back. We become Cupid, stupid. The black man's kryptonite is two things. No dick discipline. And wanting to bust off in every pretty girl that we see. Now I need you to understand that. When these children are made. And you in some guys, you are around because you have that love for that child and you have that love for that woman that you might not have had in the beginning. But then you look at this woman and say, well, damn, reality kicks in quickly. And some of our young folks, they pick up on it. They get it. They understand like, yeah, this 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 woman wasn't supposed to be my girl. We were just having fun. But now that fun has turned into the, you know, into the real deal shit. I was her good time guy. She was my good time girl. Now, I, on your own, of your own free will, some of you have said, y'all, no, I can't just make her my girl. I got to make her my wife. And it's not just about the kid because when you have those heart-to-heart talks in the midst of getting the news that you're going to be a father <coughs> and, her having to, and her coming to terms and grips with I'm bringing a life into this world. I'm going to carry this child technically for 10 months. And upon his or her arrival through the portal that we call the womb, now we have the responsibility to instill all the things that weren't instilled in us. I'm not saying all young folks are bad because there's a lot of people, a lot of adults my age who are worse because they perpetuate the bullshit. I've seen dudes tell a, tell a young teenager, you better man up, man. You better man the fuck up. You can't tell a boy to man up. You've, they, we've gone as far as to telling a one-year-old he, he or she can't cry. There's one thing to toughen them up mentally if, and, and, the, and there's a way that you do it physically. But then there comes a point where the way you treat them, not showing them any kind of remorse, compassion. I understand this world can be cold. But as parents, our children should be able to come to us whether they're right or wrong. They should always feel safe in saying, Mom and Dad, I this is what happened. But because a lot of these parents are young and they don't understand that they need love too. They do some of the most wild, egregious, and destructive things to themselves and to their children.
So I'm going to go back to the fellas. When, you, when you're getting between her legs and you're ready to put it down on her and you decide that you want to, you, you don't want to use protection, you want to go raw. Remember this, when you're finishing her, she's taking a piece of you You're not taking anything from her. She's taking everything from you. That's why she is known as the Earth, the mother of the Mother Earth. We we have to tell we have to tell ourselves, men and women, there's a time where we have to value our ourselves as people. We have to. We have to basically understand that your penis is used to is used to make life. Women, your your vagina is the entry, the gate, the gateway to the galaxy, the universe. And when we we enter that, it's a it should be sacred, it should be worked for. I understand we get horny, we all want to fuck, but when you start making children. And <clears throat> and you refuse to do right by your children because right wasn't done by you. Doesn't make it right. So when we start, we want to set, we want to make something, we want to do something historic, and we want to, we want to be trendy. Let's take a trend and turn it into an everyday part of our lives. When we see these young men, we see these young women. We need to make it our responsibility, whether they want it or not. <clears throat> To pull them aside, whether it, it, even if it goes in one ear out the other, there's gonna be there's gonna be pieces of our message that will stick with them. Let them know. Let our youth know that it's okay. You're gonna fuck up. Yes, you're not gonna be perfect. Don't. There's no need to walk on eggshells. Make the mistakes. We as adults have to come behind and say, "All right, hey, hey, Jimmy." <clears throat> Or, or Jane, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> this is a great job on, on A, B, C. And most kids are like, yeah, I messed up on D. Okay, so let's look at D first. Let's look at D and see where we went wrong. Instead of, you see, I knew you was a dumb motherfucker. I knew you couldn't do this shit. Uh, incompetent motherfucker. Now, you start breaking, you think that's building them up. You're tearing them down. And this is why our youth... Have the attitude that they have. Like, fuck y'all. I don't need to hear what you got to say. I learned this from my own youth, my own childhood, and the, mis the mistakes I've made with my kids. So when you can sit there and, and legitimately look in the mirror and say, before I even say anything, I know where I fucked up and I must admit to my faults. <clears throat> that... That, in, in a nutshell, is why our children, they see things. They know what the deal is. I tell my sons and my, and my daughter all the time, I'm not perfect. I have messed up plenty. <clears throat> there are those of us who, who, get the, who get the assignment, who understand it. They know that the children are the future. So when you start instilling 
everything that you can into them. Like you're basically installing software, and the software is there for the. It's installed for them to learn, and to be able to cipher and go through. And coming back to what I was originally saying, you know, when we <clears throat> when we start creating children. And we're, and we're looking at, you know, we're looking at the couples as someone on the outside looking in. You ask, you ask yourself, are they really, were they really prepared to, to be parents? How much vetting took place before they decided to start, you know, playing house? <coughs> you know, are there any plans to continue your education? Are there plans to get a career, not just a job? What are the pl- what's the game plan when this child is born? You know, because we've seen a lot of young relationships break up before the child is born. And then they get back together and then they're gone. Then, then the split happens and it's a permanent split. And the one that gets hurt is the kids because the parents become petty. Not all. There's a good majority that are very civil and understand like, hey, didn't work, but we got maybe two or three kids who really still need, we, they still need us, and it needs to be a united front. But what we have here in, in, in our uh, neighborhoods is we have niggas. I said it, yes, niggas. I have a mic, and you know I may offend you. <coughs> we have too many niggas. Too many bitches raising kids. We don't have enough men and women. It's like nigga and bitches become the dominant species while man and woman has become the subspecies. And we have to start taking the nigga and bitch out of the equation. We got to start making sure that we understand the difference between being confident and arrogant. We need to start bringing back class and royalty. We want to live truculent lifestyles, but we don't understand the whole concept about behind it. We're showing our kids that, <clears throat> that the legacy we, we want to leave them is a bunch of Jordans. Things basically that have depreciated in value from the time you opened up the box and drove it off the lot. So we're up against the time, 15-minute break. Hey, if you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. <clears throat> Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free app or go to anchor.fm to get started. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> the times have to change. Sometimes I, I'll see an old picture of the way men the way our folks dressed back back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. We know the 70s was a time where people were just getting funky and, you know, had, had a lot of tight wears. <clears throat> yeah, 
as they would say, my they, man, that brother's threads are tight. Mm, that sister can dress to, you know, she dressing up. And that's the thing we got to bring back. Dressing up isn't having your, you know, having a tight pair of pants on so everybody can see your dick print. Looking um, rather androgynistic ain't, it, it ain't it. Fellas, this shit ain't it. It ain't it. Think about the fits that you wear. Think about them clothes, your threads, your vines. Think about that shit, right? Think about how they're hiked up. You call, I'm a black man. I'm black. But you walk around with a European design, not even understanding that the clothes that you put on helps, helps formulate your mindset. So you're not thinking like a black man. You're thinking like a European man, a white European man. Get mad at me if you want to. But I'm just telling you like it is. Now I'm not saying you gotta wear your wear your dress slacks so baggy, looking like one of them uh, drug dealers who didn't really say didn't really put away any money. You know what I mean? Like he got money, but he he got to get the dumbest and cheapest, most ugliest ass suit and look like a fucking va- uh, vagabond when he goes into the courtroom. <clears throat> you know. Like I said, there was that commercial, that car commercial. I can't remember if it's Chevy or Ford, whatever it is. But it shows these, it shows a brother getting into his car. You know, he's not suit, you know, he's suited and semi-booted. <clears throat> but he pulls up in front of a restaurant. His boys are sitting there waiting for him. And <clears throat> you know, and, and you can tell the vibe is, yo, this is what they do all the time. They build. Ladies, a girl's trip, yeah, I understand. There's a lot of girl's trips I see on the internet. (coughs) 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 So how much building is going on? How much building is going on? You know, the building that's supposed to be happening isn't really happening. Now, I ain't going to tell everybody what they need to do with their money. That's what y'all do. That's what y'all do. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> if we're going to start going away to places and trying to build and do better, we got to start having those trips where, yeah, you have some fun, but you need to go strategize and figure out how you're going to uplift yourselves, uplift your neighborhood, or yourselves, your household, if you're married or in a relationship, how you can make your relationship better. I'm going to segue into that part real quick, too. I'm not a relationship expert, but, yo, you got to, we got to sit back as men and women and have those, have those difficult conversations. Fellas, we don't want to hear. We moan and groan like, oh, man, here we go again, man. She on her shit. She's on her shit. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Because <coughs> that's what we do. I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, I ain't really for that shit. Nah, I ain't trying to hear on that shit. Yada, yada, yada. Which creates this divide. Which then creates a situation where this couple may not have children, but they might know people who are slightly younger than them who want to have a relationship. And they're becoming 
this this couple, this toxic couple is becoming the poster child, the poster children for the don'ts of a relationship. Not just the do's, but the don'ts. And because you have those those type of issues, don't my thing is don't taint somebody's view of what love should be based off of your your ill your ill experiences. That's just not that's just not cool. It's not how it should work. That's not how it should work. Give people the opportunity to figure out. what they want give people give people that chance to sit there and figure out damn is this what I want do I want to be in a relationship right now or do I want to just work continue to work on me because working on you always leads to good things Sometimes you got to like sometimes you really need to ask yourself <clears throat> is this relationship really going to uh make me better or is it going to is it going to drag me down I've seen so many people create life. I've seen people create life and and just fuck it up. Lately, um, sorry if I'm a little lost. Oh boy, you know, we have such a, we have such a, uh, a, a slippery, you know, it's a, it's a long, a long winding and unpaved road we have to work on. <clears throat> Seriously, we got so much shit that we need to work on that we have. Like, I don't know what the fuck our problem is, but we see, we see that we see how toxic we can be. When we don't want, when we, we, when we just let shit just go. We've got, you know, like I said, we've got kids. We, we're raising children now. Or we've, or we're, you know, and the thing is, I said, even though our kids are grown, some of our children are old, you know, older, they're in their 20s, almost 30s. We're still raising them. And the thing is, even though they may have, they have children, but ask yourself, how many of your kids are still in the same relationship? 
How many, how many of your children are in the same relationship that they were in when they had their first or their second child? Excuse me. And we get to that point where, you know, I was there was a time where I was young and I I felt like, yo, if I got every girl out there that, you know, I'm going to be set. And I realized you don't need a plethora. You need one. All you need is one. And that test of a, of a real relationship is when <sighs> what happens when the shit hits the fan? Are you are you ready to go in, in you know are you ready to go that 10 rounds or 12 rounds with, with your you know with, with the issues? Or are you going to bow out or just call off the fight at the first sight, <clears throat> the first sign of trouble, which is what a lot of folks do today. They don't know how to sit back and just work on the issues. Women be quick to kick the guy out. The guy be quick to leave. It works both ways. You think about how toxic we are too. It just fucked the relationship but in general. When you got men killing other men over a football game, that should tell you everything you need to motherfucking know about where we are as a people. But yet we, we're bringing kids into this world. <clears throat> but bringing kids into this world and we're still trying and we're still going to keep bringing them into the world because well naturally we want to procreate we want to we want to fuck but at the same time you got to be smart about it cuz if you're going to bring a child into the world egos need to be dropped egos need to be i mean like seriously your ego and all that shit Needs to go to the wayside. It needs to go to the way the wayside quickly. Excuse me. All that, like you know, all the shit about who's right and who's wrong. That shit is the reason why. We, you know, we, we, we end up with broken marriages, broken everything. And when you have kids, the kids are the ones who suffer because sometimes that breakup, yeah, it's tough. And, <clears throat> and ask yourself, who am I hurting by being petty? We got so many things that, that we sit there, and I, I'm saying this because I always see the motherfuckers up here on, on social media talking about I'm, I'm Mr. or Mrs. Petty. Petty, petty, petty. And yeah, you can be petty. But in the long run, when you put, like, when that energy you're putting out comes back on you and you're like, damn, why me? Why me? Well, ask yourself, Miss Petty. 
How's it working for you? Because being petty does not equal feminine energy. Ignorance doesn't equate to feminine energy. Fellas, let me, let me explain something to you too. Let me explain something to you. Being the loudest, most ignorant individual doesn't make you the alpha male. When you come into a room and you're loud and ignorant, you're showing off your beta male tendencies. And when men look at beta males, they tend to get up and leave the room. Not because they're intimidated by you in your, in your loud and brashness. It's not just, you know, it does, it's just that we see that shit. We ain't intimidated. We ain't scared of you. For real, we ain't scared of you. <clears throat> we just don't want to entertain the bullshit. We don't want to be around that shit. I, for one, when I see beta males come into a room, I don't leave. I just sit there and just, I'm actually entertained by it. I'm entertained by by the fact that you're actually, you're not really trying to oppress any woman. If you think that, you know, being loud and, and arrogant, and you call that confident. I, I don't mind watching you fail. It doesn't matter what kind of clothes you wear. It doesn't matter what kind of cologne you wear. Because I've seen dudes, I, I've seen these dudes get dressed up and go home by themselves. Or the first drunk girl that they see that's pushing up on them and throwing their hip into them, they're going home with that woman. Yep, they sleep together now. He thinks he's the motherfucking man. Bruh, if you couldn't get it while she was sober, that means you have no game. You are a beta male. You are a beta male. It goes back to what I was saying about using that, having that dick discipline. That dick discipline comes into play, fellas. Show a little restraint. Because once again, that dick discipline usually when you have that dick discipline, that means that you you can look at someone. Nah, this ain't the right. This ain't the right vibe. Nah, ma. Uh. Uh. Nah, this ain't gonna work. Nah, nah. Cause I see what you really like when you look it up. So which means if you go out with your girls, that means someone's gonna be slow sipping whiskey inside of your cup. Get to look it up. You'll get you look it up. I guarantee you'll cut. And while all the while that these dudes are out there talking to you, talking so violently about what they're gonna do to your pussy. You already got their dick in your mouth. Blowing on it like Lena Horn, trying to leave them with the seat of their spawn. So, fellas, ladies, ladies, if you like to drink, have a couple of friends who are going to keep your ass in check. Fellas, we got to do better on our end 
because we need to go, we need to go back to not just holding ourselves accountable, but showing, but being able to say, nah, hey, bruh, that's a bad, that's a bad look. Don't do that shit. Cause how many of y'all, how many of us have gone on that one night, that that one night stand, and that one night stand ended up turning to being a lifetime, a lifetime responsibility. Now some of y'all said, "Fuck it, I ain't doing nothing," and the women are like, "You know what? I'm not even gonna put you on child support. Fuck you. I got this." You see that divide? You see that divide that we're creating? And I'm not talking about what other races do because I, I, I don't live in the predominantly white neighborhood. So I can't talk about what they do. I can only talk about from what I've seen. You know, it's kind of like people people were saying, damn, Ice Cube's a snitch. No, he ain't no snitch when he's rapping. He's talking about shit that's act, that he's seen, heard, and, know, and knows full well how the scenario plays out. Remember the song, Giving Up the Nappy Dugout? I remember uh, people like, that's so fucked up. It's a one-sided song. But it's one-sided. But when you think about it, and, you, and as you listen to it, and this is, the, this, is the fa- this is the fact that you know a song can have an effect on you, and it makes you think in the other person's shoes. Yep, so we're going to call this young lady a hoe because she's allowing us to Slide up in it and, and and bust our nuts. That doesn't make her the hoe. It makes you the hoe. Because you're looking for that action. You're looking you're looking to be action Jackson in the sheets. We want to sit there and talk about self worth. Now, there's a lot of brothers out there who are positive. There's a lot of sisters out there who are positive. And we're starting to see a lot more sisters start telling women, this is why you're in the position you're in. And this is exactly why a lot of men operate the way they operate. And you got a lot of fellas, a lot of fellas on social media not looking for pussy like the women ain't looking for dick. They're looking to make sure that you get the message and you become informed and that will help you walk differently, talk differently, and most importantly, Vibrate at a higher frequency. We have to step our game up in every facet, every every shape, form, fashion. We can't just sit here and be complacent with, well, the one who has the most money and the most toys wins. Your money and your material goods don't, they don't make up for your lack of good judgment, your lack of parenting skills, your lack of class, tact, decorum. It doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't erase all the rotten, fucked up shit you've done to people. We talk about STDs and STIs. The biggest ones are the energies that you transmit amongst each other, not just the fluids, the energies that you exchange. Because those energies that you exchange can really, A, make you happy or make you very sad, angry, depressed, whatever the case may be. So, fellas, you're going you gonna to mess with that lonely girl who's down in the dumps and 
your attitude is dick is going to make you feel better. It's going to make your day better. She may let you lay down with her, kiss her, suck on her breast, eat her out, fuck her. All the good shit that, that, that you know we all like to do. But after you bust that final nut. And she's received your seed. You notice that when you do that. Your feeling, that euphoric feeling. That feeling of like you're on a cosmic high goes away very quickly. And now the energies have been exchanged. Now you have taken on what she was feeling. You might not feel it that day. But it might hit you two or three days later. And you're like, oh. You can't even understand why you're feeling that way. But she, you're looking at her. If you bump into her again, which you will. And she's bouncing around like, hey, how you doing? And she's going, oh my God, that was so good. Can you do it again? And you're like, oh, maybe. Like, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of shitty. So she's going to flip the script on you and tell her, hey, boy, you know, this pussy going to make you, make you happy. Now you keep exchanging those energies so there's no balance. Nothing balances out. The scales will always be greater than, one, than, than the other. So, you know, it, it's, it's something that you got to, like, really take, take and pay attention to. The red flags could be there, but sometimes we it's not even about the fact that we look at each other in the sense of, damn, we, shit, she's looking good. Or she's like, mm, he looks delicious. And, ooh, and the fellow, ooh, I'm going to tear that up. It goes a little deeper than that. Because the issues that we have, and men don't want to admit this shit, yeah, we get lonely too. But it's all in how we approach this, how we approach the loneliness. Because if you're looking to just bed somebody, you're still going to be lonely. Women, you know, women say they're built different. I just, I don't give a fuck, blah, blah, blah. Somewhere along the line, somebody hurts you. Same as the guys. Running through the women just to say that you got some ass and you're trying to keep one as a steady Betty. Not, not your woman. I mean, the steady Betty as far as, yo, shit. I know above all else, if... If cutie pie one, two, three, four, five are busy, because three and four got their period, one, two, and five, uh, they got their kids and can't get out. So you always got steady Betty. And she's willing to drop whatever she's doing to be there with you, to be there for you, for your sexual needs. And she's only good enough to be around when she ain't talking about how she actually feels. This creates another problem within our community. Because we have a lot of black women who are just like, if, if I'm just going to be a good time girl, then you can't get mad when a guy wants me to be his full-time woman. And his only one. Because when that happens with your steady Betty that you've been stroking... She's looking at like, yo, <laughs> this sex is amazing, but I want a little bit more than just amazing sex. I want to have an actual relationship because JoJo over here is looking at me like, yo, I, I've been wanting you. I understand that you got eyes for for Mr. For Mr. Uh, butt Naked Timmy, Timmy over here, but um, 
like I know the deal between you two. I can offer you more. So when JoJo gives her more, he's giving her more than amazing sex. He's giving her that uh, that universe shattering sex. You know the one that opens up the time space continuum type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's giving her the the security that she's been looking for, and it's not just a two week trial. It's it's the we're in this together for the long haul. And that's and that's how and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And when and, and ladies, and when the guy says, Hey, you know what? You know, I, I, it come like I, I may sound frustrated, and I know I'm going on 45 minutes, but this is shit that we got to talk about. Because fellas, too, when the lady, you know, well, I say ladies, when. When that guy says, I'm more than just your dick appointment. Now, fellas, we all we all want a little bit more out of shit. Too. We want a little bit more out of just fucking. Because there was a point in time where I was not fucking with nobody. I remember I became so, so absorbed into wanting to just be around my children. And like I, not as if I wasn't around them prior. But it became more of a... I just want my kids. I just want them here with me. I want to go to work, make my money, pay my bills. Everything else is just like whatever. I had, when my kids weren't there, I had, you know, my some of my female company would come by. And, you know, they were like, damn. I remember one of them said, you ain't even going to try to get your dick sucked tonight. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, and she was like, what's, and then when she, I remember she asked me, she said, what's really going on with you? I told her, I said, yo, I'm understanding about that sexual energy. And I understand that, you know, the exchanging of energies can fuck up your whole shit. I said, I don't want to be fucked up like that. I said, I'd rather be by myself instead of just playing musical musical partners. That musical partner shit gets played too. You know, and when she remembers, she's like, damn. So she goes, so I guess, I said, nah, I'm not saying we can't be friends. I said, but it's just, I just don't want to be doing that shit no more. And I remember she was like, damn, you know, I guess you're right, man. She was like, I guess you're really, you know, she's like, I just, I don't know. She's like, I'm still going to have my fun. I said, hey, have your fun. But just know if you come back this way, I'm just, you know, hey, I don't have a problem cooking some food, having a few drinks. Having a good conversation. I said, but everything else is off the table. And by me doing that, it opened up <laughs> opened up my mind to seeing things that I hadn't seen before. Or I saw them and just kind of brushed it off because I'm like, ah, it'll come back around. And it provided that, you know, being celibate for for a period of time 
it, it, it basically was like the ultimate body. It, like de it was the ultimate detox of my spirit and my soul. And that's why I stress to a lot of folks like, yo, I understand that you're attracted to this woman, fellas. I talked about, damn, she, yo, she banging from head to toe. I want to, ooh, shit. You know, mm, I want to eat that ass. That's how, mm, so I want to, ooh, I just want to tear it up. I want to stick my nose in it. Rightfully so. But I always say, if you're single, yeah, be single. Yeah, you can do what you want to do. Come and go. Fuck with who you want to fuck with. You don't give a fuck if that person is attached to somebody. You're, you know, you're just like, hey, I got mine. Okay, you got yours. Deuces. But once again, you're going to get tired of that. You're going to get real tired of that lifestyle. And because you get tired of it, don't, you know, you might fall prey to settling just for anything that comes, that comes along. And men and women, you know, the shit happens a lot, a lot, a lot more than, than usual. So I'll say this in closing. We got to be very, 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 very careful about how we operate and how we roll. Because the way some of us are operating right now, we're very, we're very sloppy and just not really caring about anything or anybody, anybody or anything or anyone or whatever the case may be. But back, back, what it all comes down to is our youth. They see this, they see us, and they say, "Well, damn, if Joe Blow is over there acting that way and he's make he's making that shit look cool, because when you're young and you hear a dude, hey, bitch." Ah, bitch, nah, you don't, nah, you don't fuck with me like that, bitch. Da, 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 da. You know, there's so much shit that we have to do, so much shit that we need to change that... I don't know. It's just we got to do better. We have to do better. But, um, good people, I want you to have a good day or a good evening. And then, uh, if you happen to catch this episode of uh, Analytical Concepts, uh, enjoy. Enjoy it. Um, give me some feedback. Tell me what I missed. If you felt like I was just, you know, I kind of got lost along the way, which I know I did, just say, hey, Mike, uh, this is where you got lost. But, um, you know, feel free to, you know, feel free to just inbox me. Tell me, hey, Mike, um, you know, you, you kind of missed the mark there. Oh, okay. I'll go back and try to correct that mistake. That's what you're supposed to do. So. But if we're going to correct mistakes, let's correct our mistakes and figure out which way, which direction to go from this point forward. And let's make sure we raise our children the right way. Let's make sure we raise them the right way. Let's make sure that we um, we do the right thing. You know, I'm reading something here. It says a bad attitude can literally block love, blessings and destiny from finding you. Don't be the reason you don't succeed.
other words, change your behaviors. Think positive thoughts. Sit down and understand why certain things didn't happen for you. <coughs> and know that Just, uh, just know that things things will get better, but we have to, we have to do better for ourselves too, man. We can't just keep doing the same old, same old, and expecting a different result. I know change can be difficult, and change can definitely be hard. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you I hate change, but <coughs> excuse me. But in the end, change is good. Change is what we need. In all areas of life. Not just your love life, but your per- but your overall life in general. So, all right, my good peoples. Have a good one. And um, I'll make sure you get this link. So, uh, have a great day. And um, we'll be talking soon. Thanks for supporting Analytical Concepts. Um, you can always go to um, Instagram and find it. It's a public page. That's analytical underscore concepts. And um, all right. Got to get up and go do some laundry. But have a good one, my people. Have a good one.